Good morning. Good to have you here on 630 Chad Mornings coming up on 738 here on this Monday. Boy, has it been a challenging week and change for the Edmonton Elks organization. You want to focus on football and the games and the score and the offense and the defense and instead, bam, COVID comes in and smacks you upside the head. But at least there's a little bit of optimism as we've been hearing from Morty Scott throughout this morning. So Morty's going to join us uh, on this conversation as well and we're going to welcome Chris Presson, the president and CEO of the Edmonton Elks. Good morning, Chris. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me. A little better, too, I think. Uh, things are looking a little brighter, I would say, than uh, a few days ago. Yeah, compared to last weekend, certainly monumentally better. Um, three days in a row of no new cases is, uh, is a big step for us, and uh, I expect today and tomorrow to be clean as well, and if they are, that allows us to get back on the field on Wednesday and prepare for the Labor Day game in Calgary. Yeah, and that's been a big concern that a lot of people have had because if, if we'd had another positive test pop in, then that game is in jeopardy. Uh, but it, it is looking pretty good. Uh, how much, you know, you know we're, we're past that point. If you got another positive test, and I don't think it, it looks like that's going to happen, but that's the only thing that would, that would knock out that Labor Day game at this point. Is that fair? Yeah, I think so, Daryl. It would just extend the isolation period a day um, from what I understand, but... Again, considering the guys have been isolating and clearly it works, uh, and when they do so and nobody breaks protocol, then obviously you have no positive cases. So assuming no one broke protocol yesterday or last night, that means our cases this morning would be uh, all negative. And again, we continue to roll down that mountain as we make our way through and uh, to and through the week to, uh, to the Labor Day game. Chris, what's that process been like for you as you have waited every day for the last uh, a week plus waiting to get test results back? Uh, what's, when do you find out and, and, and how are you feeling as you're waiting for these results to come back? Obviously, a lot of relief the last couple of days, but what's that whole process been like for you? Yeah, it's a really good question, and it's um, one where you don't sleep much at night and you don't look forward till the morning uh, to the mornings when you're getting uh, texts in the morning that you have positive cases. And so... It actually puts you in a mind uh, space where, again, you you just really doubt everything, including the first ding of your phone you hear every morning. So I typically get the information by about 9:30. Um, you know, in the past we were getting it a bit early, but I asked the guys to be as diligent as possible and to make sure that before they texted me, all the tests were in and all the information was accurate, so that when they did text me, I was a thousand percent sure that the info I was receiving was accurate. Um, once we establish that, um, you know, the, certainly the last three days, as mentioned, has been much better in the mornings for me because I've gotten great news in the morning. But every day, because of what's happened, you still uh, are a bit skittish when you hear that first ding go off in the morning. How are the players all doing? Uh, players seem to be doing well. Um, we did have a bit of a complication with one player who had a, another underlying issue that coupled with covid uh, presented some challenges. He had to require some additional medical attention, but it's my understanding he's he's doing just fine, and uh, I appreciate you asking that. Uh, I'm kind of curious as to when we might actually see them back on the field. Morty's been suggesting, uh, you know, very soon. Uh, what's what's your plan? What's what's the ex expectation? Yeah, assuming we have no negatives today and tomorrow, we would be back on the field uh or back in the facility i should say with in-person activities on wednesday okay uh again which would be a big day it's been quite yeah. some time I think well 10 12 days isn't that long chris but when you do this for a living 
and you're used to looking out your window and seeing practice ongoing and you haven't seen that in quite some time, uh, it kind of brings you to a, a grinding halt. But um, Wednesday would be the target date, again, assuming today and tomorrow's test go good. There was something, uh, one thing I wanted to just talk to you a little bit about is, is on the weekend as you were having some of the news conferences and on Friday as well, uh, you, you got fairly intense uh, about the finger of blame being pointed and, and talking about uh, the human beings that are, that are behind all of this. Do you feel like that message uh, that you delivered got out, that uh, you know, should stop trying to blame uh, individuals players you don't know where this came from and do you think that message got out and do you think you, uh, it was uh, it was uh, a pointed message that uh, that hit home yeah I do um, I think um, when you're dealing with human beings and their livelihood and their lives and they have families some of whom are here and some of whom aren't uh, it can create a pretty lonely atmosphere and I just wanted to bring the human element back into play so that everyone understood that, you know, 4.4 million people have died from this virus. Uh, we're certainly not trying to get the virus. And unfortunately, we're the first and let's hope the only te team to have an outbreak. But again, I just wanted to, to bring the hu human element back into it because I felt like people, you know, were painting us as though we were irresponsible and completely unvaccinated which is why I pointed out that an 83.5% vaccination rate is higher than any province in the country. So yes, I think the message was delivered and I, I appreciated the reactions I've got, I got offline. Chris, is it important to find out how it happened? I know you're looking ahead now and you're trying to get everybody healthy and get the team back on the field, but uh, to help prevent future outbreaks on your team and on other teams, is it important to find out how it got in the dressing room? Yeah, I think we're close, Morley. I think, um, you know, we had someone break protocol um, unintentionally and, uh, you know, was trying to take care of his body, had, had a massage therapist uh, come about and uh, to try and take care of his body, uh, apparently contra uh, con contracted it from her. And then um, beyond that, we have, uh, again, this is where it's challenging, right? When you're married or you have a girlfriend and she's doing the shopping for your family, and she has to go do what she has to do because you're in isolation. Uh, and then before that, uh, again, you're in tier one, your wives aren't, they have to do everything for the family to make the family go. And we had a couple wives pick it up from outside of the house and, and bring it in to their husbands who then uh, infected our team. So um, it's the first time I've said that because I just got the information over the weekend, but that's where it came from. And that's how quickly it spreads. And again, that should also hopefully squelch the rumors that guys are out and about and partying and things like that. It, again, it came from, from someone outside the organization uh, unintentionally. And again, uh, wives being good wives to their husbands and trying to be uh, all they can be and making sure that things are done in tier one and, and they picked it up and that's how it came into our room. And they're just doing what everybody else does, just going through and living life and doing the regular kind of things, which is, the again, the indication how quickly it can be contracted and spread. No doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, we were talking also a little bit earlier this morning about the potential. Uh, we know that the Oilers Entertainment Group has uh, put in the vaccination policy and the, the testing policy for to go to Oil King games and, and Oilers games. And uh, so far, we have not done that uh, with Commonwealth Stadium and the Elks. Can, can you give us any insight as to what is, uh, what's next in store? Because this seems to be a requirement that's uh, spreading across the sports world. Yeah, and along with all the other things we're we're in the midst of, that's one of the many, many conversations we've had and are having, and uh, we'll have an announcement this morning at 10 o'clock.
So I'll uh, leave it you, at that. Uh, you'll leave it at that, yeah. Uh, we, will, uh, we will look forward to that. Um, are you, you talked a little bit last week, Chris, about kind of taking a step backwards on your protocols and, and, and enhancing your protocols a little bit more because of, of what's happened. Is that still the plan to, to go back to the protocols that were in place maybe at the start of training camp at the start of the season? Yeah, I think um, we have to get permission from the Players Association um, to do so because now, you know, there's a different quadrant for vaccinated versus unvaccinated personnel, and they can do different things. If you're vaccinated, just like the NHL, you get rewarded and you can do things that the unvaccinated can't. So we would have to go back to the PA to get clarification on that because, you know, it could be termed by the Players Association um, that, you know, maybe we're, we're out of bounds and we're penalizing those that are vaccinated. I think it's more likely that we'll take some extra steps with you know, potential additional security on the road to make sure that nobody's uh, leaving an area that they shouldn't be leaving. And um, there are other things that we're looking at. Uh, you know, it's it makes perfect sense to me to to have meals on the road um, together, and just to eliminate the fact that um, guys are going out and could contract it. Uh, and then within those meals, you can have meetings, etc. So more to come on that. But clearly, uh, we're very fearful now. And um, we certainly are, are very keen on making sure that this doesn't happen again. You gave uh, the vaccine stats for the team uh, when you talked on Friday. I don't know if, if you have this information or you want to give this information out, but have you? has there been an uptake in vaccination amongst your team players since this began? Um, not yet, but I expect there will be in, in a conversation yesterday with our athletic trainer and others. Um, certainly there have been more guys now show interest um, in getting vaccinated, which is a phenomenal sign. Um, I'm really pleased to hear that. I just hope and, and pray that they follow through. Um, it's not that it will eliminate it, but it certainly uh, greatly reduces the chance that you contract it. And then if you do contract it, even after being double vaccinated, the likelihood of you transmitting it and feeling bad is also substantially less. Um, so it's so important and it, it, it starts to um, eliminate the, the risk we have. And um, so none that I know of, Morley, but certainly more to come on the way. Um, and breaking news for you, you know, I just got a, a note that all of our tests from yesterday that we get the results of today are negative. Perfect. So uh, again, once again, that's four days in a row. Now we have one more day tomorrow to get by and we can get back in person on Wednesday. Be a sleepless night <laughs> overnight waiting for tomorrow, but obviously yeah. you, you have high hopes and optimism and you've explained the reasons why you would have that. Uh, how much time uh, before the guys are going to be able to be uh, solid enough to actually play a game? Because they've been off, I'm sure they've been training on their own and all the rest of that stuff, but it's almost like training camp again. You almost have to take them in almost slowly in order to get them ready for, for intense game action. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting task for, for Jamie and Brock and the coaches. You know, uh, certainly when you have something like this that's certainly sent a shockwave through the organization, you know, our team's probably a bit fragile right now. And I would suggest that, you know, the guys are a bit paranoid about, you know, where they can get it, how they can get it. I know we upstairs are uh, as well. So I think um, the next handful of days are going to be key. I think guys are going to um, take the most time to refocus back on their jobs. It, it's um, again, it's like you know, almost having to go through a five-day mini training camp uh, once again to get ready for a very big game on Monday. So uh, a lot to unpack there. 
um, a lot of mental battles, to be honest with you guys, where, you know, we have some guys that are struggling with this whole thing and uh, trying to make sure that, that mentally they're okay as well. Yep. Chris Preston, thanks so much for your time this morning. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thanks, Chris. Chris Preston, President and CEO of the Edmonton Elk. So there's a bit of news out of that conversation, mm-hmm. uh, Morley, both with uh, another fourth day now with no positive test. That is awesome. And uh, one, uh, I, I hate to use the word blame, but one player has been uh, kind of identified, I guess, as the guy who broke protocol. And it uh, sounds like he went for a massage or something and uh, ended up contracting the virus that way. So yeah, so an explanation they, they of where it may have the, come they, from. So. Yeah, they found out the cause, which I think is important as well, moving forward to try and eliminate this, right? Yep, and uh, you know, if not everybody's in that tier one when you have wives, girlfriends, family members. It's, uh, it's the same as everybody else. You know, everybody you come in contact contact is, is potentially part of your cohort regardless so uh, interesting and then the other thing is at 10 o'clock we'll have uh, uh, we'll have a bit of clarity on what the uh, the elks are going to do as far as vaccination requirements or testing requirements to attend a game I, I think if you're going to have an announcement at 10 and the trend has been going I'm going to make the supposition that likely that kind of a of a rule is going to come into place. We'll find out for sure at 10 o'clock today. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with traffic and we'll t- recap with um, with morning and get the rest of your sports all still to come here on 6.30 Shed. Morning, as it turns out, we have an Elks report coming up at 7.55.